phone And I thought I gave you all that you want But you still want more Damn Listening, I'll explain and understand he got work on his surf for his children. Life get cold as a blizzard. Repetitive tracks pulling the strings on my dome. Pain that I'm numb to the shell that I own as a home. Love will pull you in just to do you wrong alone. Shalom, but it's a piece in the song. What a nigga gotta do to try to right his wrongs. Next week, my stride. Every inch of my step is I progress. This race show love. With a knife in your back, I'll make you safe. Bump the best. I suggest you smoke weed for the stress. Dub these in the dress. I dress. See, mess that contest. I confess that I'm blessed. But the test, the betrayal you express more or less. The more to apply, it is ironic. Back and forth like I'm double minded. Snake spit venom in the path for the blinding Slant with a squint type shining Lies ain't binding I'm starting to reveal whether lost and distraught What I'm saying What more do you want? Uh. I gave it the best of times to the worst of times And at the end of it all, was it worth the time? Memorial's day to Gladys Knight, sun up to sundown, I would fight the good fight. The scars of war wounds never healed over, bearing a burden of backless on my shoulder. Hold up between a boulder and a hard place, it's a bitter pill and success is just a small taste. Still attempting to process what I got left after I slap box with death. Been a hot sec like ever since I've not slept and believed I would get a reprieve but not yet. It's even a stretch for Reed Richards The writing's been on the wall, you need pictures Some even fall on their knees, read the scriptures Plead to call it to God, please deliver It's not enough to give you all that I can Extensions of a man, all that I am Goes against everything that I was taught once again What more do you want? What more do you want? What more do you want? Thank you for listening to From Houston with Love, where we give you a balanced perspective of arts, culture, and what's going on locally in the city of Houston. And shout out to all the ladies who love our melodious voices and think we sound like Marco Spoon. Thank you and welcome. As always, the show is brought to you by the letters R-I-K, that's Rappers I Know. And follow us at Twitter or Instagram at From Hugh With Love. That's Hugh, H-O-U, With Love. Also brought to you by IllManneredMedia.com. Shout out to uh, not putting your phones on silent <laughs> like I need to do myself. And, uh, you know, we are in the midst of season two of From Houston With Love right now. You can go back and check out all the antics of season one at our, our SoundCloud, IllManneredMedia SoundCloud, or at IllManneredMedia.com. And we're about to keep it funky. Let's start the show. Welcome. Mm. Welcome, Black. I had to take it. I had to take it, man. Welcome, Black. Welcome, Black. We are here. It is season two. Two. two season two, two, two of two, From two. Houston with Love at its fine. This is season two, y'all. Deuce. It's season, season two. two. Episode two. This is your boy, Cashmere Don. And we are in here. In here, uh, as always, getting lit. Man. Spitting that spit mm-hmm. and making sure that you ain't on the front page of our article. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. But we're back yeah. once again for episode. Damon Randall, how you doing? Uh, I'm yes, doing great, man. D. Randall, uh, always causing a scandal. Uh, this week, we're sipping on something brownish. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's already about to go down. Yeah. yeah. Like, that bottle is almost done. 
Almost um, gone. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, that's just that's just how we do. That's what we do. Yes. What's up, young player? Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm so lit right now. <laughs> hey, you forgot who you were? Yeah, I forgot who I was. Everyone uh, said, yep, man. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in Cooling the Gang or some shit. <laughs> uh, this is D-Ray, uh, my folks' only son. Combo number one. Man, on that gentleman, Jack. And it's a pretty, pretty Sunday, man. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty day. And uh, I, I, I'm here with my brothers, man. And we're doing what we do. Staying true. Go blue. That's Houston Astros. Uh, we represent who are today? Are there that, colors blue? That, that, uh, navy blue. That was that was the others. That was all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Blue, but yeah, yeah. No, 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 we good though. Mm-hmm. Keep it in funk. Keep it funky. <laughs> yeah. So the Astros are they kind of like. They got like an orange color. Yeah, uh, a burnt sienna. No, it's orange. It's orange, <laughs> like rainbow. <laughs> rainbow. So not it's really, like, not really rainbow. Not really, it's toasty. Really, it's, it's not really blue. The, though. Not. But not they, well, blue is the primary color. However, orange and burnt sienna are the other two colors that go along with it. But yeah, it's, it's the straws. Blue, feel, blue is a supportive color. Yeah, it's a royal, <laughs> they call it royal. Some people call it a royal. No, it's not even a royal blue. No, it's, so it's, it's a more, navy. It's more it's navy. navy blue. Yeah, yeah. Strong navy. Strong navy blue, but hey, we go to the World Series, and uh, yes, sir, yeah, man, <laughs> yes, sir. Um, suck it, all you Yankees. Has it been? Has it been what? What since when? Eighty six? No, no, two thousand five. Two thousand five. I'm stuck they in the eighties. They got swept, though, so they got yeah. swept. So it's like I'm stuck in the eighties. They ain't gonna happen this time. Yeah, we're making history. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to be a baseball fan, though. Nah, because that's what you heard to say. '86. That was '86. '86 was when I gave up on the Astros. Uh, but that's when uh, Nolan was playing, right? I guess. Oh, sounds about yeah. right. Jose Cruz. Jose Kevin, Cruz. Kevin, 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 Kevin Bass. Kevin Bass. Yeah. Oh, so y'all know about them guys, but I know about yeah. Jose Cruz. I met Derek Bell. I don't know. He wasn't in that era, but. I think he was towards the 90s. His name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, he was at Club Cristal, and I used to do the Salsa Merengue and stuff, and, and Derek be crunk. Yeah. They're like, He's hey, man, you know it. all these women, man. Like, I don't know these women. I just be dancing, bro. I met uh, Bagwell and Biggio at a Rockets game one time. Uh, my boy hooked us up with the good seats, and they were literally sitting right next to me. And the whole time during the game, people kept coming up to them, asking them for autographs. And it was kind of annoying. I mean, this was back like during the summit days, so you know they were oh, popping. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you didn't say nothing like as their bodyguard unofficially. No, nah, like, I was skinny back then. Bitch, I was oh, skinny. Oh, <laughs> so I was, just, <laughs> I was just a nigga that looked out of place in the expensive <laughs> seats. And like people kept just coming up, and I, you know, I had to kind of like scooch over to let people buy to get autographs, and they were real cool about it. And I was like, come on, man. And you know, finally it, it kind of stopped, and I was actually sitting direct directly next to uh, Bagwell. And it was just like that that kind of awkward moment where he was like, ah, finally, I can watch the game. We kind of laughed for a second. And then he looked at me. He was like, you want an autograph? I knew it. And I was like, no, hey, I'm good. I sit in your eyes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm just here to watch the game. And he's like, oh, okay. Offended. Cool. Like no, but he was, no, it was, it was kind of like, dang, that's actually kind of cool yeah. to have somebody yeah. be like, nah, yeah. I don't need your autograph. I don't, I don't really get autographs from people, man. It's just. Writing on the page. As Guru said, if you see me in the club and I'm chilling, just give me a pound. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, man. That's all I do. That's that's, that's well, you what know, it is. You know, I, I met a few celebrities. I don't get starstruck. It's like I always talk to them like I know them, and they give me that, they give that look like, nigga, do I really know you? Especially like recently <laughs> when I seen Bill Bellamy, and I was like, dog, you got to high five me, dog. You got to. And they put his drinks down to do it. I'm like, see? Oh. So, you know. 
mean, you know, <laughs> like shit like that. I mean, I mean, that's cool. You know, it's not like you like. Hey, also, hey. I'm intimidating. You know, like, hey, hey. Yo, please! I, I've, I've been watching you since 1985. Please. Well, Chris Rock did diss me one time. Well, Chris Rock was an asshole. He's though. a dick for that. He's an asshole though. You can I, tell. I, I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big. I was a big fan at that time. I think uh, Bigger and Blackhead just came out, and he was with the entourage. This is when Flavor Flav was living in Houston. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. living like Chris yeah. Styles, so it was like uh, this two like something 2000. in the morning. Yeah, Chris Rock <laughs> yeah. wasn't really, really popping. Cause it wasn't like bigger and deafer popping, nah, right? nah. but he was yeah. He, he was coming up like he already did boomerang and shit already, mm. you know. That, but uh, anyway, Ronnie like- Devoe was in the entourage. Uh, they were all walking out. It was a bunch of females. I'm like, Mr. Rock, man, can I get your autograph real quick? And he like this nigga, and everybody laughed in unison. You know, and I was like, this son bitch, uh, put oh, up your pride, Donald, and just oh, walk towards the door. What? But he you got know, you like that? Yeah, he did that. But he was know, loud about it. So most, most, most of our heroes are, are assholes. Yeah. But see, what's crazy about that? That was before the cell phone era. Yeah. If if this was like during the social media era, it would have been a completely different story. He would have been all, no, I'm sorry, not right now, man. You know, I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah, because Erica Badu was mean when I met her too, and I tried to get her autograph. She's a little, she's a little mean. She actually, oh, that's maybe the opposite experience day. I've had. But she's actually always been like real. Cool. But you're famous though, you know, you're not famous. At all, you've toured not the world. Famous. Not famous. You've been to places I've never put a toe in. Let's put it like that. I mean, there are places <laughs> in the South Side you haven't put a toe in. That's not saying much. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's been cool though. Like even not. She and she had no reason to be. Well, she was Fat Belly Bella, whatever, and did a <laughs> DJ, and I was helping her up to the mic, or uh, to the DJ booth where she's about to DJ at, and I was like, "Hey, you think it's your autograph?" And she said, "Boy, bye." And I was like, "Oh." That was before that term was popular, but uh, yeah. I, I caught the boy by and I'm like, what's your See, little bitty ass? The pro- <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem is, man, you got you, you can't be asking people for these autographs. Man. I have stopped. Those are the only two people I've ever asked for autographs. Yeah. Everybody else, I've been damn cool with. I don't ask. The only people I've ever gotten an autograph from, I got an autograph photo of Biggie Smalls mm-hmm. uh, when they first came, when him and Craig Mack first came to Houston. Only because he specifically was like, yo, you yeah, you want this autograph? What's your name? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, uh, okay. And it's still in the box somewhere. I don't even care where it is. Like, No, nah, nigga, that's a throwback Thursday picture, fool. That's, a ni- that's at least 19 likes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you know, I, I got, uh, when, when Common uh, released uh, like Water for Chocolate, I got an autograph of him on the, on the CD. He's pretty cool. He seems like, who he is? Cause you look like a dark skinned version of that nigga. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. He I was, related. Like, to my nah, brother. this was That's this was close. Nah, nah, I was and, and even back when it came out, I wasn't nah, far from that shit. No smooth uh, niggas bringing out smooth <laughs> niggas. <man. laughs> but he was—he seemed like what he seems like for yeah, real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He seemed like somebody I could drink a boathouse forms juice with and talk about basketball. You know who really disappointed <laughs> me when I seen them in person? Ice Cube. That really? nigga shout. Oh, man. Bro. oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Him and DMX like. I shouldn't. Yeah, DMX is petite. I thought I never thought in a million years that I couldn't have a chance of whooping DMX ass. I seen that fool in Sharp Town, and I just <laughs> and when I say I can see you, when I seen this nigga scalp. Oh, come on, bro. I'm five eleven. Uh, I saw this nigga scalp. You looking down at the top of his head? Like what the fuck is this? Like this? Like I literally thought this was an impersonator. Like he's a. He this nigga started talking like this bird chest ass nigga. Like probably wears like a size seven shoe. Yo, he looked bigger than life. Pause. <laughs> Yo, I saw Cube. Uh, this had to be like back in like 96, 97. 
he they had a party at the Sheridan by the two by two ninety. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know where that is. I know where it is. Yeah, it's a Sheridan. Oh, they had a Howard Hampton party there. Yeah, yeah. But I danced it. with Beyonce. That is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're making progress. Wow, wow. That was before she was. The Beyonce she is now. Did you, did you she came it? to a college party. We boogie for a minute. You put your hand on the ass. Nah, man. Wow. She, I'm a gentleman, man. She would have beat my ass, but plus, she was there with some other females. It wasn't no security or nothing, so I probably could have. Wow, wow. And Cipher then were there at the party. Should have shot your shot, man. I should have, but I, I didn't know she was gonna be as big as she is today. I mean, I met her before. Before then, at guess what? It Galleria, Chick Fil A. <laughs> On a Saturday. Wow. My homeboy Chris pulled her, and I kind of hollered at Kelly. But she told me her age, and I'm like, man, I got a little sister at home that's close to your age. And I kind of dissed her. <laughs> so, yeah, my boy Chris was still hollering at her for a minute. Beyonce that was, and she would sneak down her little roof to shimmy down the little water thing and kiss Chris for a minute and go back upstairs. So, oh, where wow. is this? This is in Houston. This no, is right what, what, was like what, 90. Yeah, this is like 20, over 20 years like, ago. What is she shimmying down? Like, it was like she had a two story house, apparently. Okay. So, you know, and my boy, one of them pretty okay. niggas, man, you know what I'm saying? He always get them hoes. But so I'm like, okay, shoot. And I remember this vividly because. <laughs> this was straight from the streets or whatever that dude channel thirty nine they got the, that uh, rap video channel. I know you talking about the old dude. Yeah, um, he's too old to be into D-Solo. rap. D-Solo. D-Solo. Oh my bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I'm watching a video. They're like, "Yo, we're gonna introduce <laughs> this new group from Houston," and I'm looking at the video I'm like, "Man, why these girls look familiar?" And Chris is just laughing his ass. I'm like, "He can't even catch his breath." I'm like, "No, they, no, we had to meet them before because they're from Houston, right?" Still slap in the back of the head. He said, "Remember the Galleria." Remember the chick that you told us she about your sister age? He's like, yeah, that's her. That's her. A year and, tw- a year and six months ago from uh, from now. Wow. So I'm like, wow. Wow. I'm like, damn, makeup. Wow. All that good shit. She looked like that in person. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Now, the first time we met Destiny's Child in person was at the in the parking lot of High Volume Music. Oh, High Volume. On, I remember on that. the Southwest side. And it was like their first public appearance ever. It was right before the... They did the song on the the Men in Black album before, right before they released it. And what song it, is that? Uh, hmm. Killing Time. Never hmm. heard of it. Is that the name of it? Hmm. I think so. <laughs> um, Who knows? But I remember. And, and low key, <laughs> he's a that's his child stand if you know that shit. I, mean, I just I just know music, man. I mean, I ain't tri- you know what I'm saying. I, <clears throat> but what had happened was yeah, because uh, Tony Fraser was like, yeah, man. You know, this new group out of Houston, man, they they from the southwest side. You know, they they hooking up with Wyclef. They're about to do big things. They're about to be really big. And we all looking like trash. But all the other girls, because this was right after the whole R&B explosion where you had like Jade and Brownstone. Oh, okay. And all, so I was just like, yeah, it's just another R&B group. It's like, whatever. Like, ah, the, the one chick, she kind of cute. But they look kind of <laughs> And it was always that one chick. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I made eye contact with Beyonce before. Oh, that. uh, that's cool. But see, I went to Solange's 21st birthday party. <laughs> oh, man, Solange's cool. She, psh, you yeah. probably just walk up and just be like, hey, what, what, what y'all? She'd be like, hey, see, this was in. the birthday party with Lupe Fiasco performed. Mm-hmm. Jay was in the building. Eric, Lil Wayne was in the building. Maceo from there, I saw even remember me. We chopped it up. <laughs> for the last time we hooked up, Dang. he said, "Yeah, man, I remember you." Uh, he said, "I said, he said, you the dude that was asking me about do I know about gumbo?" Like, damn, 
<laughs> that's when uh, De La Soul had perf- uh, and, and who was it? De La Soul and someone else. Caesar Soul had opened up for him. It was at, fit, at that place we were not mentioned. Long time. Long time ago, back in Long 97. Time. Wow. Yeah. Because I had him rolling and shit because me and Infotigo and somebody else. Infotigo. Yeah. Wow. Was, uh, he took us on his tour bus before the show and we blaze one and shit, so. Damn. And like, yo, you know about gumbo, yellow bones and shit. Oh, I just kept fucking with him. <laughs> I was stupid. I was, a, I was, a, I was, I was starstruck. Like, yo, yo, that's daylight. Yeah, you know, I've been knowing this kid. I feel like I knew him all my life, and I was just chatting up with, him, but for the fact that he remembered me, so. So you just opened up with a conversation yes. about gumbo and yellow bones. Yeah, I mean, he was but, in the south. I mean, hey, and he knew about him. I mean, shit. <laughs> I would hope so. So yeah, it was cool, man. Those were great experiences. That's crazy, but yeah. Um, so go Astros. Yeah. <laughs> go Strolls. Even though yeah. I don't, you know, I'm probably not going to watch any of the games. Shout out, shout out to Paul Wall, who uh, appeared to be superly, 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 superly lit. excited. <laughs> superly, uh, what appeared to be, appeared to be superly, superly zooted, excited. Zooted. And very, very exuberantly zooted, excited. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody said. It, it was like, that's the most excitedness I've too, ever seen. Too much sauce. From that guy. Ever. He was so happy for the Astros last Opposite night. Opposite of Man. He was so zooted, at, happily excited for the like, Astros. Like, I've never seen, you know how you have. Christmas Day, you get that fucking second Genesis when you was yeah. little. And you like, and you know you was going to get it because you know you've been a, a fuck up all year long. I'm about to get it. I'm about to get it. Yeah. That was, was that nigga's so face. He was like, I'm about to solve that. Like, his, like he, he was, had an aneurysm. Like, he was son. so superly was, zooted excited out there. Shout out to PW, man. Shout okay. out to NBC who put that clip out to Man, okay. KPRC, shout we out to you guys. We got championship grills. Championship grills. That, that should be the title of this championship episode. Championship grills. Oh, oh, my God. Championship grills. Championship. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Shout out right. to Pow Wow. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, good luck to him. I will probably not watch a game, but, you know, City of Houston, all that, blah, blah, blah. Fun fact, though. I am personally responsible for them winning this series. Huh? Let me explain why. <clears throat> Last week at uh, at the job, you know they they um, they said let's let's have a an Astro Spirit Day on Friday. Now I have two Astro shirts that I've had for like ten years, only because they have their Nike shirts with H Town on the front and then like a little Astros logo on the back. Only reason, because they say H-Town on the front. I have not worn them in probably eight years. That's the reason, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but the job was like, hey, you know, you can you can uh, avoid wearing, you know, hard-bottom shoes tomorrow if you wear something with uh, some Astro stuff on it. I was like, cool, let me break them out. Wore my Astro shirt. Astros won the first two games. For the rest of that week, I didn't wear any Astros gear. They lost three straight this day. <laughs> On this past Friday, it was another Astros day at work. I wore my other shirt. <laughs> they won. Um, and then on Saturday, a non-work day, I even told my friends on a text thread who are Astros fans who've been cursing me out all week, saying that I was going to jinx them. I said, I'm going to wear this shirt. I'm going to put the city on my back. And they're going to take it home. Uh, and they won again. Interesting. They mad. Because they know I'm right. Smell like bukkake. So that wow, that's not what it is at all. Shout out, shout out to the ghost of Phil Negro. Shout out to the ghost of Phil Negro. 
But uh, yeah. He's like the, uh, the, the legend of the bagger bands and shit. <laughs> By lucky shirts. I am personally responsible for the Astros going to the World Series. And uh, I'll see what I can do about them winning it. I can't make any promises and, right now. And you know who else is responsible for the Astros going to the World Series? Who? Shout out to the Bronx, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Got Shout em. out to the Bronx. Get <laughs> Got him. Shout Bitch. out to Decent Samiro. Shout out to the Bronx. That nigga's sick right now. Shout out to Cardi B. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You little bitch You can't fuck with me If you wanted to These are Orange and Burst Sienna Oh man Anyway yeah. Let's go, go ahead strolls. Let's go ahead and hop into this first music break man And then We'll be right back Deuces With more From Houston With love We in that thing Thank you Bronx We thank you Yeah, we way up. Shit jumping out the gym, you know. <laughs> what the fuck that mean? Uh, scholarship, ball of jersey in the air. Court side seat, dimes everywhere. Angels on the chain, girls on the line. Hail Mary, rock, Hail Mary, rock. Come to death, rock. Legendary shit, pop, pop, pop. Beamers on the road, pop, pop, pop. Gold on the chest, West Coast back. Long live Jack. Jean Jack, killer, supreme killer. Hype, beast, speak, easy on the feet. Honey's blue cheese, talking new money. No ranch plays. Shut no up. Last week, baby, last week. Uh, this week, daddy, this week. Uh, how she getting at me? Love. Oh, don't forget to add love. Uh, baby, hella thick. Beyonce, Curved eyes on Serena, hats on oh. Rihanna, face on Selena, hips on Shakira, oh. attitude meaner. Lord no, oh. you get the picture, sauce dripping. Uh. Oh. I don't have to draw, you already know. Damn, they made me do it. I'ma have to oh. do it. Service shit rough. Jacks too. Yeah. yeah, they been scheming on the low, cause your boy been on the high. Got that shit right now. Ah, when it came to it, I came for it. That's facts. Ring ring, bling bling with the dope. Uh, dollar signs and you know it's all on the top. Uh, used to rock sketches, put it in Jimmy Chose. Bottom line, sign the bottom line. Change your whole point of view. Uh, yeah. They been scheming on the low. Cause your boy been on the high. Got that shit right now. Ah. When it came to it, I came for it. That's fact. Waves don't die, they just multiply. Every day a star is born. Can a nigga see a rave? Can a nigga see a rave? Ten bad bitches in the place. With hella jury on the plate. Gold medallions on the face. Jiggy nigga with jewels. Jiggy, jiggy the jewels. Usher, usher the moves. Don't have to call, cause I'm cold. Don't poke the beast, that's the rule. Hella views, hella views. YSL on the crew. The V next, not the crows. Got black. Barbies, I'm Ken. That nigga, I'm him. Ten times out of ten, I'm only playing to win. Nine times out of ten, I'm getting stout yet again. Every time you add it up, it's a dub in the end. Yeah, they been scheming on the low. Cause your boy been on the high. Got that shit right now. When it came to it, I came for it. That's facts. Ring, ring, bling, bling with the dope. Uh, dollar signs, and you know it's all on the toe. Uh, used to rock sketches, put it in Jimmy Chose. Bottom line, sign the bottom line. Change your whole point of view. Uh, yeah. They been scheming on the low. Cause your boy been on the high. Got that shit right now. Ah. When it came to it, I came for it. That's facts.
Skepticism, leaving us jaded and traded in compassion for compression. Ready to squeeze the life out of anyone who stepped to us with aggression. The media runs with it, calling us aggressive. When it's just reaction to a system that's oppressive. Raise fists to claim offensive, but when both arms and open palms are up, police issue bullets rain extensively. Impressive is the mood, and the outcome of this selection is stewed in a melting pot cracked and no longer good for blending. And yet it's never too late for the cleansing If we want to rise up, then put the lies up Know the truth, make sure you need to size up yourself before you judge In order to unify, someone's got a budge And to the choir, don't preach and discard the peace So instead, those trapped in ignorance can be reached The outcome from this is a high Consciousness instead of a fist pushed to the sky In the morning when I rise, I rise to the challenge
the history of this nation have so many people been for the cause of freedom and human dignity. Now let me say this, keep this movement going, keep this movement rolling, as long as we keep moving like we are moving, the power structure will have to give in. In spite of the difficulties, and we're going to have a few more difficulties, keep trying, keep trying, keep moving. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Track tracks, that's that, scratch that, I'm almost ready. 
hurt like a bullfrog. Call me Herugetti. Slap a cracker if I have to, like Sarasu and Seti. While these rappers making cake, just to date Lord Debbie. I'm with Sek Metastetwi, running devils from Tameri. And I'm hot Serengeti. No, I'm not sparing lefties. You know, righteous, racist liberals who won't speak it but detest me. Call the cops, hope they arrest me. Turn my sunny day gray. I be more like Freddy. Save fear for his life to justifiably get me. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me address the space correctly. Devil Shun got his Serena. Transvestite wins the SP. Seem like nothing in this space is even served and protect me. So I study Amos Wilson and convey it to my children. Dr. Bobby Wright was right. Mental is in the building. Exit into BS Skinner. Overwriting what your will is. If we control resources, we can turn more kids to killers. Even though we engineered it, they would never think to kill us. So we can keep convincing half the poor, the other half the villain. And they can do our dirty work so we don't have to kill them. The nature of the space is race related. No opinion. Decimated. Melanated. Corpses forced in graves and prisons. Young black voices drowned out by this all eyes matter sickness. See, this space is so systemic. It's endemic. Anti-blackness is inherent. It's for parents planted this way. That's apparent. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed what you just heard. <laughs> we'll only give you the freshest, the dopest, the nicest, the greatest, the latest. You know what it is. Uh, from Houston with Love, still season two, episode two. Season two. Bigger and better than ever. Season two. Yeah. Um, now, last week... <laughs> Last week, you know, we we had a we had a pretty serious talk, man. And there was a a traumatic event that took place on October second that uh, I won't bring up again. However, one thing that I left out of that story was there were two other things that happened that day, and th- that day was kind of weird for me because uh, there was a lot of a lot of shit that I was going through. So after you know that morning dealing with the whole ordeal of trying to figure out if my wife was okay in Vegas. At about 11 o'clock that, that morning, I got a call from my sister, and she announced that uh, she was going to have another daughter. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, that's some good news on, you know, on a whack day like this. Um, so that was good. I was like, cool, so maybe this day will turn out okay. And then about an hour after that, I got a text from my mother who said that she and my father just left the doctor and he had been diagnosed with prostate cancer. And immediately my mood went all the way, all the way, all the way back down. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a silver lining in it, um, they, they think it's a mild, a relatively mild case. Um, he gets tested every year, so there was nothing last year. And, you know, they did, out of the 12 tests they took this year, only two of them came back positive, but barely positive. So they do think that if there is something going on there, that it's, you know, they caught it pretty early. So the prognosis is good. And that's a blessing in itself. <clears throat> yeah. Because, yeah. um, uh, you know, how we never want to go, and we, I mean, black men don't believe in going to the physician and yeah. check out. Period. Yep, um, I've been I've been getting my prostate exam for uh, for five years now. All right, let me ask you this question. Uh, let's let's go for this it. This is hey, the elephant's in the room, man. Hey, my dad had to tell me when it was time for him to get checked. And our family physician, she's a little bit the Asian one, but about four <laughs> eleven at the biggest. I wish. And he said that even her fingers were too big. I wish. I heard they have new te- new techniques into doing that. I don't I don't know of any new techniques. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all the ones that I've experienced so far involved a finger. Oh, goddamn. 
Yeah. Um, How many coughs do you have to do? Um, you, I mean, you don't really cough. You oh, just okay. kind of, I, I, I hold just, my breath. They just prime you up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, that's not funny, but funny. Yeah, the, the, first, one, the first one was kind of nerve-wracking, man, because it was, it, was, it was an old dude, man. This dude. Oh, he this got dude, a dude. That's horrible. Yeah, he was like 89 years old. I, I remember I had just gotten, oh. I had just started working wherever I was working. And so I had like new insurance. So this was a new doctor, and I just had to basically pick the one that was closest to me. This dude was like eighty nine years old, oh. man. He has Skeletor fingers, oh. and he's just like, <laughs> I don't, oh. I don't think he liked black people. Oh, it was even worse. He was like, yeah, okay, so you're here, um, right there, pillow boy. You're, you're kind of young to be here. I was like, well, it runs in my family, and. Damn. You know, I just I I don't, and I I actually had a couple of uh, uncles who who were diagnosed with it in their forties, so I was like, I don't really want to take any chances. Let me let me go ahead and just get it started. He was like, okay, um, yeah, just go over there, just go over there to the, uh, just go over there to the bed and just uh, just drop your pants and bend over. No, sir. I was like, yo, um, what a little b. I said, so what, can you can you can you talk me through the through the process, no, please. It's like I am going to use my finger to do a quick examination. <laughs> I'm too immature for this conversation. Though. I know, man. <laughs> hey, but this could save you. A finger in your ass can save your life, man. So <laughs> I'm way too immature, dog. So <laughs> on the on the bright side, on the bright side, um, it took all of one second. Cause he, it was just like, it didn't actually make the popping sound, but it was just like, he's like, you're good. Pull your pants up. And you know, I, I, I don't want to get too graphic, but you know, yeah. he had to, you know, he had to, he had to spice up his finger a little bit before he did what he did. So I just, I'm sitting out like, I feel so unclean right now. I, you know, I, I, it's like a, it's like a, a it's like a, a quick Quick violation too. It was yeah. It's so quick. Yeah, you you had it. I had my first. <laughs> I had um. Oh God, let me take this. Take come a on, sip. Come on, quick. man. We're talking about our first time here hey, from Houston with love. I'm a virgin. <laughs> so I want y'all to know that this could save. Hey, getting your cherry pop could save your life. Hey man, a finger man, in your ass could save your life. Man, I had my first one last year. Oh yeah, and. You know, God has blessed me with the great intuition of having female doctors. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you know, she was like, you know, uh, you know, my I, I had I hadn't been to the doctor for a while, and so you know, it was time time to go. And uh, she was like, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a, you know just general exam. A reach around. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a general exam. <laughs> your balls gonna fall off one day. <laughs> We're gonna do a general exam. We're gonna draw your blood. We're gonna check your blood. We're gonna see how everything's going, and uh, we're also also gonna, you know, you're gonna have to get your uh, your prostate checked out. Have you ever had that before? It's like, it's like, oh. Uh. Yeah. So I went back. I I, I remember, you know, uh, Chevy Chase. He did like a <laughs> on Fletch. He had a little part on there where, you know, he was getting checked out and started singing Moon River when the finger went up his ass. <laughs> And so my mind immediately went to that, and so I was like, okay. So you know, they made me take my clothes off, put look, put that little half-assed gown on or whatever. Oh man! And she comes in, and she comes in, and she's like, okay. 
All right, so we're gonna count down and then uh, we're gonna get this. Man, get don't this even done. count. Don't even count. Just I was at two and it was like run. It was like and. You know, she's like, okay. You know, she was like real. She was a professional. Yeah. She was a finger professional. She went in and went out and left me in there. She's like, okay, you can go ahead and put your clothes back on. She left She left me in there like it was a one-night stand. Like you I was rocking back and forth crying. I feel like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang when Robin Givens left the $200 on the uh, nightstand. And I just had to like kind of grab the gowns. Had to kind of cuddle. And clutch the, the, the gowns and just like... Like you got cream pie. And they just, they just oh, oh, that's even They're worse. High, They're oh, high, yeah. high and dry. Yeah, man. It's uh, oh. but again, it's it's you know Woo. we have to stress it's it's necessary. But, yeah, because it may save your life one day. And, hey, hey, brother, was clear. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh -huh. Now, what I also had to do. Now, the first time I went, oh, uh, um, they also <laughs> they also did an ultrasound, and this was something that they said they only have to do like every. Five years or something like that. They do an ultrasound of your testicles as okay. well. So that might be part of the new procedure that wow. that you heard of. Didn't have that done. <sighs> they, I now that uh, that one was actually more awkward than <laughs> of the, the prostate exam out? because, like it, it because it in my case they're, they're testing for prostate. Cancer as well as testicular cancer. cancer. Yeah, you know, which usually starts uh, with a growth uh, on the testicles. This is late night. We can we can have these types uh, yeah, of conversations for sure. for sure. But that one, they said you only have to do like once every five years, and that one was weird because now this one was a woman, and it was weird because for this one I had to go into like a room. It felt like a like a dark spa room, like it was kind of feng shuied. Right, um, real dark but real cold, man. Like real cold. And for this one, I did have to put on a little gown mm -hmm. or whatever, which was kind of weird. Um, woman walks in. She's a doctor. Uh, fortunately for me, it was she was not attractive because that would have been an awkward moment. Um, <laughs> Swing. That's fair. Um, that's fair. But the the most awkward part was. The conversation that we had before, she was very much like, she was talking textbook, and I, I was like, I actually kind of feel like dirty right now. She was yeah. like, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to do an ultrasound of your testicles, your left testicle and your right testicle. Uh, I'm going to take this device here. And I'm going to place uh, a type of jelly on it. Mm. And then what we're going to do is we're going to place this mm -hmm. uh, against your testicles. It will probably feel a little warm. Uh, that's okay. It's normal. Um, it should take all of maybe 10 or 15 seconds. Uh, all right. That's all you need. Anyway, I, will, baby. I will be lifting your testicles and moving them from side to side in order to get um, a good 360 image of them. And after that, we'll be fine. I will you like, rub my tape, please? I was just like, this is, this is, wow, okay. Um, and that's what it was. And it was a woman lifting my testicles and placing jelly. And that's oh, what her job. job. And that is her job. I probably her. got a little stiffy. Because it was a woman. That is, no. that is her job, though. Yeah. Like, Any hand, to lift that's testicles. not my hand, that's a female's hand. And to... That's her job. Yeah. And again, y'all, this is all this is all necessary. It could save your life. It could save your one life. Day. 
Yeah. You know, having your testicles lifted may save your life. I, just, I think I need to get day. my testicle li- testicles lifted. Nah, you're going to have to get that. You're going to have to get nah, that. I, I just said the lady just like put her finger down and be like, yeah. just cough. Yeah, I, I've heard that <laughs> That's too. That's the hernia. That's hernia. the hernia test. Like, yeah. <laughs> so well, you're strong with your cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gave it an extra pelvic thrust with it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not a joke at all. I got good blood rushing through my veins. Yeah, so. <laughs> no you know, clots. Fortunately, like I said, fortunately for my old man, um, they think they caught it early. He still has a couple more tests to take to figure out the extent of it. They don't even know yet if it's the kind that spreads. Yeah. So, but the key is, they've caught it early enough to where they're confident that whatever it is, it could be treated. That's a good thing. And you know, it prostate cancer is run in both sides of my family actually. Mm. So, I personally have to be extra careful about it. Um, the other thing that we're dealing with is that both sides of my family also have a history of high blood pressure and hypertension. Mm. And a couple of my uncles, including my father as well, uh, developed type 2 diabetes later mm. on in life, yep. mainly due to their diet and um, a lot of smoking gotcha. at one point. So with that said, I am a prime candidate for being completely fucked up we're not going to put that into the atmosphere. We're going no, to debunk everything he said and make it not true. Well, it's not going to happen. Because that's, what I'm talking about. that's why I'm here today. It's not going to happen because some things have got to change. Mm-hmm. You know, things have got to change, man. I think we as a community, uh, you know, if you look at Sunnyside, where I live right now, where, where Kashmir Don lives right now, man, <laughs> we don't have a lot of healthy eating options Right in the neighborhood. So you need to move to where the race stays, where there's sushi or walking distance of Whole Foods, walking distance, fresh produce, walking distance. <laughs> Love my new place. Or we just need to bring that all to the hood, where it belongs, man. Because if you look at the corner of Reed and Cullen, there are four chicken spots right there. On that, you got Popeyes, Timmy Chan's, KFC. And Louisiana fried chicken on that corner, along with the McDonald's, along with the beauty supply. And a Burger King. A Burger King is a little bit further down. Okay. But yeah. But those are all in one spot. And then you got like Fiesta grocery store with the weakest produce section with I've ever nets. seen. It's like you're gonna buy nets. Well, you know, we do have a couple we have a couple of gardens around the around around the, the We area. do, yeah, and I'm actually I'm actually getting to that. Yeah. Um but I, I just know from from growing up here, that's always been a problem here in my neighborhood in that there's never been healthy options for eating. And a lot of people just don't know what it's like to eat healthy because all the food that's convenient for them is garbage. And if, let me piggyback on top of that. Because I had to get on my father not too long ago. Black people, when we do call ourselves eating vegetables and stuff, like, you know, I know I'm pretty sure your parents cook like broccoli and mm-hmm. beans and stuff, yeah. and they boil the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And when I say boil the shit out, I mean <laughs> the water is the color of the vegetable. Right. Yeah. They have no nutrients in the vegetable. So we don't even know how yeah. to prepare. And they also boil veggies. it with a bunch of like salt, salt, and butter, and bacon, and. Yeah. And all, you know, once you, once you boil something with salt pork, it's not a vegetable anymore. Right, that is a meat item right there, brother. That is and real talk. Yeah. But you, but you know you know man in this in this age we live in like the information is out there, especially yeah. for those who wanna wanna eat better and do better. I mean, cause shit, man, we live 
Now, not not speaking to those who are kind of you know don't really have a way to get around, but but for the most part, shit, man, we have te- technology nowadays that can tell you if, especially if you're looking for something mm-hmm. <laughs> that that can help you to to uh, have a better diet or have a better way of life. I mean, hell, like in in um, we had a Palm Center. As actually run by uh, run by a, a good good friend of, of mine. Uh, his name is Kavanaugh, good uh, business owner. It's like right uh, the palms. It's uh, the Palm Center. It's like I think it's near Griggs. On Griggs and uh, Griggs and MLK. Yeah, you know yep. what I'm saying. And uh, he, he has produce, vegetables, fruits, yep. all that. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, and then, I mean, shit, if you just want to help, uh, you know, if you want to go to the Heights, you want to go to Farmer's Market, you want to go, it's, it's Farmer's Markets around here. Yeah. Everywhere. Whatever, you know, it's just a matter of, it's a matter of them having the information right. as well. It's, it's right there, and it's a matter of, of also realizing that the grocery store is not the only place to to get your to get your groceries and get your produce because FES the produce section is garbage it's trash oh my god one thing that's been a godsend <laughs> in in the Sunnyside neighborhood is uh, the new Hope Farms that mm-hmm. opened up on Airport and Scott mm-hmm. opened up earlier this year mm-hmm. every Saturday morning from I think nine thirty to twelve something like that is that Hope Farms New Hope Farms new Hope. oh all of her Hope. Sorry, forgive me. <laughs> that, that's uh, that, that's that's another topic. Yeah, there's Who probably one somewhere. They, they, they don't they don't grow them over there. That's another form. Oh, yeah. okay. They grow that. That's in Fifth Ward. Hey, hmm? oh, hey. so what? What it, happened? You know, hey. that's all right. We'll, that's that's right. we'll, we'll save toddlers. We'll save toddlers for the <laughs> <It's> gonna be <laughs> So yeah, New Hope Farms. They actually, it's an actual farm. If you drive there, um, Airport and Scott. It used to be the site of Carnegie School. Well, yeah, the Carnegie Elementary School, which then was Carnegie Vanguard. When they moved Carnegie Vanguard, they tore the school down, and they now they use that whole plot of land as a farm. Mm-hmm. They grow the produce there, and then every Saturday, they sell the produce. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you are a resident of neighborhood of the the Sunnyside neighborhood, you actually get a discount on the produce. Mm-hmm. So there, it's good. How, how do they prove that? You got to show like a bill or something. Your, yeah, whatever. Yeah, ID. And and they probably won't even trip. Just show your ID or a bill or something. If your zip code is like seven seven zero four seven or seven seven zero three three, or whatever, I mean they're not really gonna trip. The key is though, you get like freshly grown food, mm-hmm. and you know exactly where it's coming from. It's as local as local can get because mm. yep. they pull it right out the ground and they hand it right to you. Like there, plop. There you go. The dirt and everything's still on it. I like that. And it's uh, every Saturday morning. They take cash, they take cards. Sabado, sabado, sabado. Sabado, sabado, sabado. So again, there's there's no excuse for not having fresh food. And I know my my biggest thing has always been because I work five days a week, it's always more convenient for me to just grab something that comes in a bag. No, no I'm gonna tell you what'd be convenient for you, but you have to make the time. Get you five mason jars. You know you're gonna eat lunch every day, right? Five decent sized mason jars and build your salad. Start your spinach, put a little meat in there, and then at the end, very end, put your dressing in and cap them, and just take one a day, bro. Well, I was I was getting to that. Oh, I was getting to that. <laughs> I jumped all on that boy feet, man. I apologize. No, nah, but but, I, but you know, you you meal prepping is the key. You you hit it right. Up. I'm just saying from my experience, it has always been too easy for me to do that. Um, you remember back when we all worked at Chase in that call yeah. center. Mm-hmm. 
it was too easy to go right outside a block away and get Mongolian grill. Pretty much anything we wanted <laughs> when you didn't want to take the time to prepare it yourself. Yeah. So now what I do every Sunday, I make five five days worth of of lunches. It could be, you know, salads. I I make at least one salad per day uh, with all kinds of good stuff in it, with fruits and vegetables, actually. Digestive system on flea. Oh, man, like, pow. And, you know, a couple days a week, I'll I'll even throw a sandwich or two in there, you know, just to to kind of fill it out a little bit. But the key is I'm not getting those empty calories from, like, French fries and burgers and and pizza and... You know stuff like that. Like it's actually stuff that I prepared at home, and I actually feel a lot better when I do that. And I noticed that once I started doing that, my weight stopped going up. Now I honestly have not done enough yet to bring it down the way I want to, mm-hmm. but for the last nine months or so, I haven't gained a single pound, which is actually yeah. which is actually a good step. So. Yeah. You know, the next one for me, the next step for me, obviously, is really starting to break a sweat and, and starting and to get knock it back down and getting out there. Come on to that yeah. gym with me and uh, Colombo. All right. It's not too far from here. I, I can't. And that's the thing, man. I've 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 had gym memberships for years. I feel like I do my best when I just when I just mix it up and I just do something outside. Yeah. Like I was I was at my best when I would go to Tom Bass Park and run around the track uh, I got a little weight set in the garage now that I'm gonna break out. Think I'm gonna get a, a punching bag. That, you know, that would do well. Yeah, that would do well. A punching bag. Um, and then now that they've done, you know, Scott is open all the way down. Like Scott going down to, you know, like airport or back towards the Beltway. Like that's wide open. I can run back and forth on that and get a good quick workout. Watch that concrete battling your knees and your feet. Oh, I know. Well, Wrap it up. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna share something. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have, uh, I've been a, I've been, for those out there who don't know, this will probably be, you know, this will probably be a, a, a surprise for some because a lot of people don't know. But I, I have been a diabetic since June of 1987. Mm. Uh, it was life changing. They found, we found out uh, it was the summer. I started losing weight. I'm just gonna really just get to the bare bottom line of it. I started losing weight. Um, I started to uh, uh, pee excessively, and uh, I, I was going to the sixth grade. And I I lost. I say I want to. Lo- I lost about about close to like thirty pounds. Mm. And when I you had, said pee excessively, it's like every hour to hour. All just not hour and hour. Damn. All the time, and it was like, uh, you know, like, um, so pretty much my, my pancreas stopped producing insulin. So, when the pancreas stopped producing insulin, insulin controls the sugar that's in your system. So, it was an excessive amount of sugar in my system. And so, to get it out, I'm pissing all the time, mm. and I'm pissing ketones out, and all mm. of that. Yeah. And in, 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 in return for that, I'm losing weight. In the process, didn't have an appetite, couldn't eat, but I was drinking excessively. So I'm drinking excessively and I'm pissing excessively and trying to get the sugar out. But in the in, in return for that, I'm losing weight and my blood sugar was like out the roof. Mm-hmm. So I had to be, get rushed to the hospital and, you know, going to the hospital, doctors deal with the doctors do. Got balanced out, got placed on medication. And then so I was, I had to, 
And it wasn't because of diet. It was because I inherited. Mm. Type one. Type one. Yeah. It was it was hereditary. It just mm. one something just set it off and that's what it was. So so from then on, I had to, you know, I had to learn how to draw my own shots. And I'm doing this when I'm 11, 12 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn how to draw my own shots, give myself shots. My diet had to change, this, that, and the other. And so from there, uh, my grandmother was already a health freak already and was already feeding me healthy. But I had to cut out a lot of other shit in order to be sure that at least I was okay so it wouldn't like mess up my my blood sugar or whatever so now i'm, I'm taking shots uh i'm in the sixth grade i'm taking shots the only the only perk for that was i got to leave class i could eat in class and i could leave class to go eat snacks when i wanted to <laughs> which niggas plowed to play a hate on me on that hey. but that was all right because i got I, I had a i had a I had a year-round pass from sixth to eighth grade, and y'all motherfuckers was mad because <laughs> uh-huh. D Rose was eating snacks in the cafeteria. I mean, y'all can trade if y'all want to. You know, what <laughs> right? yeah, I would trade in a heartbeat. You know, but but that it but from there, man, it taught me how it taught me how to uh, how to view my diet better and how to eat better. Now, of course. Of course, it was like bad, you know, it was days where, you know, shit, I was going to pig out and, and do right. some other shit. Like, I was like, you know, fuck it. All right, I'm, I'm going to just take this this L for this day, feel sluggish, and take <laughs> my medicine later. But it taught me how to, how to uh, at a young age, how to eat better and what, what, my, what my body would accept and what my body wouldn't accept. What would, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I put in, I could tell what affected me, affected my, my progress, and what didn't. You know what I'm saying? And so from all from all of that, I learned how to you know I learned that greens are essential. Essential, yes, <laughs> essential, right. essential. Because like yeah. if you cut out all the the starches and carbs and shit like that, I mean you feel you feel you, that I call you know eating clean mm-hmm. per se whatever eating clean you feel better. You feel better. Your day is is a lot a lot brighter. And I'm not trying to sound like no Hallmark card, but. That's what it is, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you ever feel like when you eat too heavy, you eat too much, too many Absolutely. carbs, you get sluggish. Absolutely. And it's like a uphill battle trying to trying to get back balance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I um, when my father got diagnosed with type two, I remember they gave him um, a couple of cookbooks, diabetic cookbooks. <laughs> and you know, I I did the same. I kind of I kind of laughed about it at first, but here's I here, still laugh at him. Here, here's kind of wild part though. Here's the wild part. I'm looking at all the recipes uh, in the book, and I'm like, "These are actually this is actually stuff that we're supposed to be eating anyway." Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily that this is a diet catered for diabetics. This is actually the kind of stuff that we should just be eating. Period. Right. A lot of it was it was a, primarily a plant based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it allowed room for you know some meats, and it, it cut down on the starches and a lot of other things that produce sugars when you when you digest them. Yeah. But I was like, this is kind of a it's kind of a ripoff, but at the same time, it makes sense because this is really how we should eat. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, shout out to uh, you know, shout out to my vegan friends out there. I'm not I'm not ready for that. <laughs> um, shout out to that guy John from uh, the About to Review podcast who's been trying to convert me. My nigga Rodney Perry. You know, ever since I met him, uh, I mean, I, I respect I respect y'all for what y'all do, but. Um, I'm not there yet. That damn vegan cheese looked disgusting. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Now, the one thing that I will say about that is I do respect veganism. 
the part that annoys me though is the foods that are made to look like non-vegan foods. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want vegan cheese. If I'm going to go vegan, I'm just not going to do it with cheese or the substitute. I don't need a vegan meat patty. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Give me something that looks like <laughs> it used to be a vegetable. I don't like if you're gonna if you're gonna get out of it, you got to get out of it, man. No, I don't know because uh, like some of that shit be good, the, the man. Fried cauliflower, man. That shit is amazing. Now awesome. I will say, when I go to Sunshines, he keeps it lit. That was the first time that I had vegan spaghetti, mm-hmm. and I was like, spaghetti "Oh, squash. dear God." This is good. This is better than most people's regular spaghetti. Do, do you know that they say that kill is bad kill. for us now? That's the, that's kill. the new message. I, I, like, why why do they why y'all play hating on all the foods, man? I I don't even think this kale is bad for us. It's just not as nutritious as people have made it's it like out to be. It's like romaine lettuce, man. It's probably full of water and shit. Yeah, iceberg man. lettuce is garbage. Iceberg, so. Yeah, iceberg is garbage. Mind. But I mean, goddamn, man. Look, I mean, man. kale. I mean, if it's my thing is if it's green and it's from the earth, it's gonna be decent for you. I love green you. apples and I eat them hoes every day. But you know, the, some of the most nutrient dense <laughs> uh, vegetables are like spinach. Uh, watercress is supposed to be very good, but I can never find it anywhere. Well, nigga eats watercress. Hey man, hey, watercress is actually good though. Hey man. I, I they say broccoli, broccoli isn't good because it's a hybrid. Yeah, I heard that too. Dr. TV said that. Uh, broccoli is better for you than a hamburger is, though. That's true. So, yes, it is. So that's the way that that's the way I'm going to look at it. I'm going to make a black bean burger today. I got a can of black beans. I'm going to figure out on YouTube how to put it in a patty. I'm going to start this shit. How about you just do this? How about you just eat black beans? Oh, I want to put it in the he, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted patty. <laughs> I want to patty. I'm with you on that, my brother. <laughs> that black bean <laughs> shit be getting boring sometimes. Hey, like, you oh, know. Come on, man. If I'm going to trick myself. I, like, I need to trick myself. <laughs> I'm going to butter the bun. I'm going to fry the chocolate bun. Put a fried egg on it. Oh, it's going to be a black bean. <laughs> Friday. Oh, so you're not eating it to be healthy. You just eat no, it. No, I'm eating it to be slightly healthy. There's, I'm taking half of the Like the side of Leon Woke. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll get you. Yeah. Okay, it's like getting a, being married but getting a hand job from like your ex chick or your baby mama, but your girl don't know. You feel me? Slightly. Uh, Slightly. Slightly. I got you. Yeah, okay. I, I, I got you. You really, you're, you're cheating. Yeah, but, you're cheating. but you know, yeah. Because you Because you didn't put it in. Eating. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. So. I do. Uh, I, I think we all should have a resolution. Um, I just want all figures in my ass, dog. I really don't. It's if you want to live a long time, man. I I'm go ahead here for a good time. Go time. go ahead. Go ahead and take that. <laughs> if you want to be healthy while you're here, go ahead and get that finger in your ass, man. Hey, man, just get, get it out your, the way. Hey, is your is your doctor female? Yes, yes. No set. Enough said. Hey, either Enough way said. it goes, man. Really it's, took hand. it's not a challenge to your manhood. You know, I I knew unequivocally that you're gonna be deflowered by man. Look, <laughs> I know unequivocally that that is a that is a one way passage. Like there's no there was there was no pleasure, <laughs> hey, hey bro, or yeah. delight uh, <laughs> derived from it. <laughs> you know. Not you know as long as long as as long as you're knowing you're doing it for a good cause, right? Man. As long as you know you're doing it for a good cause. 
I mean, I mean, cause it, I mean, you know, hey, hey, to those who who like that, I mean, hey, teach your song. Pillow buttons unites. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it, as long as you don't feel like a side hoe while they're doing it, <laughs> yeah. you're good, bro. But my 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 res, <laughs> my resolution, my resolution for the upcoming for the, for the foreseeable future though, is to um, build a garden in my backyard. Um, you know, my neighbors over here have a garden in theirs, and you they, pulling out the tiller. Yeah, you got a tiller somewhere. There's a tiller. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pulling tiller. out. Right. I'm pulling it out, and uh, you All know, right. my neighbors got some, and they they share some very nice vegetables with me. And man, I'm telling you, garden fresh vegetables are the best. There's there's so much flavor that you lose when they get to the store, man. It's just such a huge difference. Like the tomatoes, like actually have flavor. And I use a uh, when I had a garden a couple of years ago. I use a compost for yeah. my soil. So yeah. every hot dog bun, or piece of meat that didn't get eaten by the kids, the, uh, the siblings. Yep. I just should ground it up, man, and just put it in the dirt. Put it right back in there. Yeah. So you know. Oh, but it's good for weed. Oh, well, um, that's 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 a little different. That's uh, probably not going to happen. But it's good for the spirit. Uh, but my yeah, white blood cells. Shout out to all my Cali growers out there. Yeah. Yeah. So about six months from now, man, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have an episode where we eat uh, some fresh garden prepared. Uh, I mean, if you say so. Um, I might have some paprika. I might have some uh, some parsley. Okay. Some, some cumin, some sage, you know. Some good cumin, cumin, but uh, not not in the bottle, but some, from the garden. Some thyme, some rosemary, some ginger. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's 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 what I'm going to do. Fresh to, produce, fresh, fresh produce to make sure that I have something healthy on Deep hand at all times. Fresh produce. That sounds like a grocery anybody, store. Anybody else? I mean, what you, what you going to do to what you going to do produce. to get your situation right? Man? I'm just going to keep going to Whole Foods. All right. I shop at D Rambles. Hey, I need I need Whole Foods to go ahead and come with that that Amazon Prime discount that y'all been talking about, man. That's, that's really happening. That supposedly, supposedly, if you have an Amazon Prime account, they're gonna charge you like regular grocery store prices I for Whole Foods. About, she's talking about I could use it, so I need to know about that. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's one of the differences between me being great and not great. Yo, because you know the Whole Foods around the corner from me? Because this, uh, this is my plug to keep getting you guys to come visit me. So, <laughs> they have a fucking bar in there. A bar. Which, what, 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 side of what side of town is this, man? West side. Uh, you know where West Side returns into Hillcroft? You go down Hillcroft, returns into Voss? Yo, I'm in that Voss area, kid. So, it's like, oh, so you, like you like Super West. Yeah, man. Like, but not West West. You I'm, like like six ten West Boston? I'm like I ten West. Uh, Woo! Uh, Shit. You like traffic West. We got a we got a pack snacks. But I mean, we got a Sprouts right over here in Parallel. Yeah, Sprouts. We have a Trader Joe's. <laughs> we we got a we got a pack Damien's Rosemary and Thyme yeah. just to come out there yeah, and visit yeah. you. Hey, but it'll be so fun. But we got we got an actual farm <laughs> two blocks away. <laughs> So you guys don't want to come visit the West Side? Right? I just don't want to visit the West Side. That's no. a, that I ten. Like man, we, it's, it's not, not, I love you, brother. I come, I come not, out there. One we got to pass. We got to pass. I cook for you guys. We got to pass three other Whole Foods to get to that one. I'm saying food, drinks, fun, laugh. I said food. Yeah, food, yeah. 
and fun. And it is a bar across the street for all foods. All right, we'll 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 plan it out. We'll do some yeah. Jagermeister and wheatgrass shots. Yeah, I'm not doing the Jaeger. <laughs> I like the Jaeger back in the wheatgrass. '90s. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Um. Well, uh, for for mine, uh, I'm just gonna continue to eat the finest and greatest of salads that God has ever produced on this earth. Uh, I'm going to continue to try to burn these calories. I haven't been working out lately, but uh, sex is good. And um, well, that's that's one way. That's one way of burning yeah, the calories. It's yeah, good yeah. for the good for the uh, the lower region. No, good for the no, abs. No, it's a total body workout. This I mean, it it is it is. But I'm I'm working on I'm calories. working on the abs. You know, I I, oh, I, I, yeah. I solely yeah. You know you know they say the imagination creates your reality. So yeah. when I'm when I'm there, I'm like look thinking of my abs. So yeah. I'm. Get solely your, working on that yeah, core. Get your mirror. Yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah. don't look in the mirror, man. I'm so nah, nah. So look, nah, the only only time I looked in the mirror was back in my my hotel days. Uh, you know, hotel, the hotel, uh, hotel. You know, the mirror was right there. You know, it had the stars on the ceiling. Tweeties. <laughs> Tweeties had stars. But uh, yeah, how we went there from burning calories. But yeah, D. Ray give me know, the play by play and what not to say. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know, just uh, you know, burning calories, eating green, you know, and and just uh. Trying to stay healthy. Some days I fall off and uh and we eat uh <laughs> talenti. Eat that talenti ice cream. <laughs> that talenti ice cream, that southern butter pecan. And that hey. <clears throat> Outshine bars. What? Oh out oh my god. Outshine is fucking what? delicious. Outshine bars. Yes. What is this? Have They're, you had the pomegranate ones? No. Which uh, ones? Well, there's pineapple, the rhubarb. Lime, but the, all the ones that are with the with that are that are tea infused. The tea infused ones. Oh my god, I, I'm lost, ladies and gentlemen. I don't They're know like natural pop- natural fruit bars, popsicles. Really? Yep. Outshine, hey man, when you go to Kroger's, or you know, like if you're not supporting the local community, when you go to Kroger's and you go to the popsicle or the bar section, yeah, bro, just look at Outshine bars. Man, outshine, outshine, out, outshine. Uh, like yeah. I'm, 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 I'm styling on you. I'm outshining you. Outshine bars. Outshine bars, bro. Oh, I see those. Those bars. right there. Okay. Made by, in. I'm not gonna say the company name. Uh, but delicious. <laughs> delicious, spectacular. I had a strawberry bar from there one time. Spectacular. That shit was bomb. Those with Thottlers will love you. Oh yeah, man. The honeys, yeah. yeah. The honeys from Thottlers will Sponsored love. Sponsored by Thottlers. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, man. Yeah, you know you gotta eat healthy. You know, take care of your body, take care of yourself. You know, cause that's what it's about. Um, I like a healthy body to eat. And you know, burn those calories the best way you can. Any yeah. kind of workout counts. Yep, live right. And uh, and with all that said, we're gonna hop into another break, another music break, <laughs> and then we will be right back with more from Houston. With us Dollars opening soon. Nigga, 
To me. I never seen a chicken ran from me.
Draco's Lil. It's hard to give a fuck if it ain't by the buck. Bubble butts pop for the illustrious. Downplay us now, they wanna know what up with us. She downgraded from a loaf to pick up the crumbs of breath for fresh air. Yeah, I need another lung. Yeah, working through the night till we see the sun. Yeah, million dollar nigga made it out the slums. Get it? I'm worth the ticket. Pay me interest. Don't pay me mine unless it make me richer. Pride of Christmas, still was gifted. Just trying to flip a hundred like Virginia's, my nigga. Well, sure what he's saying he, he don't discuss, discuss it. it a righteous man walks the earth without judgment and loves his enemies enough to deliver justice a pious man relies on religion for his direction at times he introspective but his bible he'll never question a dying man will make a confession try to get into heaven thinking his lifestyle is blocking his blessing Violent man will stock up on weapons and go to war for his Get post-traumatic stress disorder, become an officer A man of peace uses his words in different mediums He'll plead for his beliefs, practice his civil disobedience An honest man knows only liars scared of the truth His word is his bond, but his actions always the proof A faithful man never need evidence to believe But still he gotta work for the blessings that he receives Let's go! Started, then I see it through. God 
matters what I see in you, so you might as well believe in you. Think what you see on TV is true, the media deceiving you. They misrepresent and misquote and the name is leading you. Belief is a funny thing, in case you're wondering if they want the ring, they coming for the throne like they the sons of kings. These savage rappers is acting up for the dough. Yeah, I tell you what I believe, but I back it up with what I know. It's the facts versus the facsimile, your rap's killing me. Last victory was great moments in black history I celebrated with a bottle I just brought back from Italy And some loud, I got super packs like a back Hillary Lost in desire, I walked through the devil's fire I inspired the resurrection of kings like Hezekiah The trust you put in me to be a beast with this rhyme And it's where the rubber meets the road And where your faith meets science, let's go Welcome, Dr. Sis. We're back. <laughs> All my people of color, I'm back with my brothers for another segment on everything that you want to know. This is from Houston with Love. <laughs> I'm D-Ray. I'm with my cohorts, D-Randall and D-Rose, the Cashmere Dunn. And we're here to know why people don't like the way that Sally walk. <laughs> so I guess we're about to head into the love section of, from Houston with Love. Yes, we are in the, in the, in the segment appropriately titled <laughs> Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones with Doctor Ray. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with the Love Doctor. Yes, the man that knows all things about your relationship and what shouldn't and what should be going on about your relationship. So we're going to get into the questions. The questions have been quite interesting as you've been bringing them in, and. Um, Today is no different. So, Dr. Love Jones, yes. D-Ray. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, first question we're going to give you comes from somebody, a concerned, concerned person that needs your assistance. Okay. Okay. Uh, question is, why is it natural when somebody's cheating, why is it natural to go after the person that's smashing your significant other instead mm-hmm. of going after your significant other? So, why do people... Go after the one that you're not in a relationship with instead of going after the person that they're in a relationship when cheating is going on. Well, I don't know because I see sometimes as that person that the smashing, he kind of he or she orchestrated into it as well. Like they knew what they were getting into, <laughs> and then there was another person. Even if that person is not your friend or you don't know that person at all, I guess naturally you feel like they wronged you more than your significant other. Because mm-hmm. you think you already know your significant other is probably a piece of shit <laughs> or trash. <laughs> but you, you, you know, and you want to make, make uh, an excuse for them. So, you know, it, it's just more tempting to let the other person know, hey, you exist and these hands come with it. Uh, <laughs> so, I've seen and 
I've been a part of that, but I've never <laughs> fought over anyone. So would you stay with said significant other if cheating did occur and you found out? One, I, I, I've had two females that cheat on me before, and I found out, and uh, there was no need for me to get upset. I just like, hey, man, cancel. You know, you cancel Christmas. That's on you. I'm not going to take you back. You know, I feel like you're tainted. And uh, just too many women in the world, man, to be caught up on one woman that gets caught up. I mean, like that. I never get that emotionally invested in anyone, per right. se, even if it's been a few years. Cause I feel like if you did all that, there was no love there anyway. Well, so, I can speak from, from, from uh, not from now, but from a young done experience. Uh, when that happened, I, I felt like I, you know, taking the pain that I felt out on someone else. Mm. So when, because I've, you know, in, in future's past, I, I mean, no, I say future's past. In the past, I have been cheated on before. And the young, the young me would go out and take that pain out on some innocent victim. Mm. Oh, I get what you're saying. So you'll find a... Um I just go uh, take my pain out on somebody. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. A smash a I wasn't victory. trying to find it. I just went. Yeah. Went to go take my pain out. It yeah. seems like cheating is like the easiest way to resolve a relationship. Like you yeah. pretty much know what time it is. You oh yeah, know. it's cut cl- cl- close. <laughs> yep. Because my whole thing is, I know you do some nasty stuff with me. I can only imagine what you've done with this new person. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I mean honestly, if 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 you're gonna end a relationship, that's probably the best way to do it though. Just get caught cheating or yeah. something. That way, you don't, even but have, don't do you it don't, at that person's house. You don't right? really have to have a discussion about it. It's just like nah, I, it is what it is. Because they understand, you know, yeah. they understand. No phone calls, no more. Because I know? believe you go to somebody's house. Like if, you, if a female invites me to her house and she lived there with a man, and he pulled out a gun on both of us, he should shoot you first. Because I don't know who house that is. I'm uh, I'm just there <laughs> from the invite. You know what I'm saying? I'm just here because you caught a nicotine fit, and <laughs> I was that cigarette you were supposed to smoke. However, I'm not trying to die behind it. Did you say Dickatine? Dickatine. Dickatine, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I like, it's I like a, it's a fix. <laughs> it's a scratch they need to itch. But, you know. Or itch they need to scratch. You know, yeah, it, it's, good to, it's good to cut your losses, though. Like, because a lot of cats out here are living weak. And you get caught up in the emotion aspect. And hiding in nigga closets. And, and, yeah, and start killing people and stuff when you just could have just let her go. Because you could have had her brought out to all that. I'm not going to fight yeah, you. She really wants you, know, you that bad? She, yeah, she all yours, buddy. You no, know, she's out here handing out the cakes, man. Give me my to, alimony check. She handing out the cakes to other bakers, man. It's kind of to find you a new, yeah. new spot. You yeah, because yeah, trust me, if you kill somebody behind there, nine times a ten, when you getting your butt bent over, she going to be with someone else. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Real talk. All right. Real talk. Um, hey, D, you said we're going to keep it funky. Um, the funkiest of funky. <laughs> All right. We uh, got a second question. Prostate uh, exam. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's really keeping it funky. Um, uh, second question. Uh, this is actually a, a very good one, Mr. D-Ray. Mm. And I think you have the answer for this. Why? And this has to come from a, a dude. I, I, it has to. Uh, why should we wear a rubber if she's gonna suck you dry regardless? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that before. Uh, uh, and it's true because, uh, and, 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 and then vice versa. Why wear a rubber if you gonna eat? If you gonna eat at the wall regardless, you gonna eat the whole. If she got a disease, you gonna eat the whole disease anyway. Uh, so I guess it's probably best to <laughs> talk about sexual partners or 
past <laughs> sexual transmitted diseases. <laughs> shit like that should come out because that's the truth. That's the truth. Oh, niggas. Man. I mean, it's something that plant me smoothies can't cure, man. But that's, yeah, you know, that was a nigga. Uh, yeah. I just. You, know, you really are. I mean, we should she, ask a female. We need to we interview do. a female here. Would she have gonorrhea in the mouth instead of down there? Though? But I know that you get herpes. I mean, yeah, herpes I, is in the mouth. I actually, ran, herpes, I actually ran. This is a funny story, and this is a true story, and it's a, <laughs> a segue into this last segment. I yeah, knew you have a, a female. funny story about gonorrhea? Uh, oh, yeah, do I? Well, I don't know if it's gonorrhea. It's more herpes related. <laughs> and it's funny? Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Okay, because everybody think, oh, D, you know, you got all the hoes. Not true. I'm very picky. So when a woman want to give me sex too fast, I always think like Tupac in the back of my head like, I don't want it if it's that easy. And that line alone saved me so many times. But the time that it really saved me, when Hurricane Katrina came, and you know they had all the refugees come into Houston. There's a lot of beautiful little light skin, pretty eyes, curly hair females plaguing the city. I fell in love with one of them, and she was really cool, and you know trying to help her get back on her feet. She'll stay with me sometimes, but we never will have sex because she was a little too thirsty. One, I you know I didn't believe her age. She told me she was 21, she but she was acting too juicy. She was at, yeah, just too. I'm too happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? You got all these people. Y'all do, you do cool shit. I really want to be down. But she just... And my, and my homie was like, dog, you stupid, dog. I'll beat it up. Blow her back out. I'm like, yeah. I just don't... It's something about her. My spidey sense is telling me it ain't that... It ain't all that great. Okay, so one day we were rolling up these nice things that we call spliffs. And we're watching videos and... She said, oh, I'm going to run to the restroom real quick. But when she got up off the sofa, she tipped the bag over. So I'm pulling her stuff back in the bag, and I'm coming across these pill bottles. Medicine, medicine. And the jingle hit in my head because one of these pill bottles, I see the jingle every day. And the jingle is just another day. <laughs> Nothing's in my way. And I said, this bitch is on Valtrex. Valtrex. Why would you have Valtrex in your bag? And you got three fucking <laughs> bottles of this shit. <laughs> Yo, and she was bad, dog. She was she was bad to the foot. And it was just something about it. And I keep telling my homeboys that I believe in a higher power. Because something in the divine nature was not allowing me to feel any kind of sexual attraction to this woman. And sure enough, she had that shit that don't go away. She had the gift that keeps giving. Mm. And that's my little story. Oh, wow, man, that's uh, see, that it's was, good to have willpower. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> um, STDs are funny. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> man, good for you. Yeah, thank you. I, I thought so as well. It's, it's, man, there are some gifts that you just cannot give back. Yep. And I was one of. And she was bad, dog. Yeah. Have wow. You, have you heard from her lately? You no, no. Last time I seen her, it had to be like 2012. Uh, she was fine. She was with some dude with a big ass necklace on and a VIP. And you probably laughed at that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did because he gave me this look like, yeah, she my bitch now type shit. Like, yo, nigga, you can have everything that comes with that package. What does Valtrex taste like, sir? <laughs> right. <laughs> Not like a Plan B smoothie. Burnt. <laughs> He'll probably say burnt sienna. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> that has been this has been Love Jones featuring the one, the only, the love doctor, Mr. D Ray. 
Let's take uh, a sense you want to take it to a music break? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and break. take it to another music break. We'll take it to our last music break of the day. And we'll be right back in a couple minutes with more from Houston. With lots of love. And we wear that burnt sienna all day, every day. Go Strokes. Go Strokes. Don't eat it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Check, say your name real quick. Tall black, tall black. You're gonna be like, bro. You're gonna be like, you know when we was walking down and then Brazilian music was on? I took that and then I filtered out the thing. And then it's in the same same pictures uh this other joint I had. So I put it with that. Then I took the baseline. That is, that is crazy. <laughs> oh, man. You're yeah, from Brazilian music, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, them is... Yeah, yeah. You can do it. So easy.
Welcome back, welcome back from another music break. We are about to go into another popular segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for sounding very professional. I don't know why I'm sounding like that, but it's just what came naturally when it's we came It's the gentleman back. Jack in you. Yeah, it's probably the gentleman Jack. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Jack was a gentleman, baby. And I'm sounding like a gentleman. Um, we have a popular segment by the one and only D. Mr. Randall. D. Randall. And he is going to give us what we call the unpopular opinion of the week. Yes, uh, the unpopular opinion of the week actually comes from a conversation I had earlier in the week with a gentleman by the name of Jet Eye Master, who, by the way, has released a brand new project called Dope, 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 Dope. Decorative Pillows. Yes. Which you can find available now at rappersiknow.com. Yes. You can also find him on iTunes and all that good stuff as well. Yes. Um, but Jet Eye is a uh, he's a producer and a reformed rapper that that I've known for a while now. A good dude. Um, he thinks of me as his mentor sometimes. I think that's giving me a little too much credit. Wow, he has low standards. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, think that's, I think that's giving me a little too much credit sometimes. But we do have good conversations because he's kind of in the generation that came just behind us musically. Mm-hmm. And um, last week I was in a mood. I was I was in a mood. Um, I'm not really going to talk about what set it off because then mm-hmm. that, I think people will misunderstand it. But it basically boiled down to... Uh, I've been involved with music for, at this point, 25 years. And when I say involved with music, like actually recording and putting out music and whatnot for about 25 years and been through different uh, different waves, different uh, generations of music and whatnot. And the one thing that's always kind of perturbed me is that when we have looked at ourselves as a collective, um, a lot of us have kind of fallen short on our potential because of one reason or another. And if you look at other successful movements in any industry, whether it's music or art or anything like that, a lot of them start with numbers of people coming together and pooling their resources and talents together mm-hmm. to get certain things done. And for whatever reason, it's been an uphill climb for us here in Houston. So at, at some point in our conversation, with Jedi being a producer, he was talking about how he wants to start focusing on putting other people on and, and building up this and that and whatnot. And my reaction was just that. Like I basically, I was basically laughing. Yeah. And, and I just went in because I came to, I had to finally admit a realization that I had come to a long time ago, which a lot of people might see as an unpopular opinion. And it is this, be selfish. 
be very selfish. When it comes to your success, <laughs> there is only one person that you can depend on, if anyone, and that is yourself. You need to figure out what you need to do to get into the position that you want mm-hmm. without worrying about whether or not everyone is coming along for the ride as well. well. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if you need to use those people mm. to get to where you want to get, mm-hmm. then you absolutely should do so. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because everybody else out there is going to do the exact same thing to you. Well, so much of our talent has been exploited by other people that have taken it and become immensely more successful in music and they have no qualms about doing that yes, so sir. if you want to be successful you need to do it solo and use people however you see fit mm-hmm. to get to that and I mean that's that's just the way it is people will tell you nah you need to you need to be friendly you need to do things in numbers you know you need to make connections and blah 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 like no if you look at everyone that's been successful doing anything especially in the last five years or so um they have drawn attention to themselves individually right and even though some of them are loosely affiliated with other people it's still about them so my advice to him and my advice to everyone out there is be selfish be heartless be cruel Stop giving a fuck about people and do you. And just put on a good face and make people believe that you're out there for their best interest if you need to. But at the end of the day, it is all about you. The views of the unpopular opinion does not reflect the words of D Rose or D Thomas, D Ray. Uh, I'm just playing. But yeah, that is good shit. That is true. You I mean, mean I'm, 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 being, I'm being a little on no, board with no, you. No, 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 no. No, you're not. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't gone far enough yet. No. Okay. I'll get him started. Oh, I, I see a hand up in the room. Can I do an add-on, please? Sir? Go for it. <clears throat> uh, first of all, I agree with, I agree with everything you just said. Oh, told you. I, I agree <laughs> with every word you have uttered out of this segment, mm. and I, I also will say, be selfish. Is the greatest statement I've heard in the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Being humble is for suckers. Suckers. Being humble is for suckers. The only person you need to be humble for is your mother and your wife. And sometimes you got to cut the deck on that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. 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 But yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly because all you, being friendly is going to only, only at the end of the day have you either broke, mm-hmm. eating spam at the crib, mm-hmm. and wondering. <laughs> wondering why you're in the position you in yep. because you was friendly and you 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 gave off with the energy to somebody else that you could have been putting in for yourself. Right. Yep. So yes, uh Damian Randall and I could go on and on about it. Yeah. But I'm gonna cut it short. That's because what I, said. You, I, I had to keep it short because yeah. some of it some of it'll Oh yeah. 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 But I, I feel you wholeheartedly. Go after your dream, shoot the ones that's in front of you while you're getting there. Mm, yeah. Uh except for the cohorts that are helping you. Yeah. At the end of the day Go for what you know and do it and show it how you going to show it, my man. All right. And that's how you get championship grills. Yep. Look like you high on coke. Just don't get zooted. Just don't get zooted. <laughs> Just don't get zooted. I like Pepsi, though. But, uh, yes, this has been a, another episode of season two from Houston with Love. Season two, y'all. Um, some great conversations here. 
He talked about Paul Wall and his super zooted excitedness about the Strolls going to the World Series. Uh, good talk about health, man. Everybody, man, get checked out, man. Eat healthy, man, and just pay attention to what you're doing. Eat things sparingly. You know what I'm saying? It's all about moderation. Yeah, it's actually that simple, man. Like, just... Just check on yourself, and you know what you're supposed to be eating. And when you get past the knuckle, it's all fun, <laughs> from what I'm told. Just get past the knuckle first. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who hasn't had it done yet. Yeah. I know, right? I'm right. Just, I'm just talking from what I'm hearing. Like, right. You know, say, Pastor, how, how at me when you, yeah, you know, Ralphie May, God bless the day, he said, get past the knuckle. Get in the, <laughs> everything else is heaven after get, that. Get in the game, right, man. That, that first yeah. knuckle, that first knuckle is the, first the toughest. Knuckle, yeah. <laughs> I that, didn't say that too. <laughs> just, just get in the game, man. Yeah, man. Just get in the game. Just, you know, but we try gotta, not to cough when it's in there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's a bad situation. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, you know, eat healthy. You know, and uh, you know, if you got some, you with somebody that's cheating on you, you know, man, it's 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 always somebody else waiting in the wings for you, man. You know, don't waste your time trying to run after the one that's smashing your girl or your dude. Cut your cut your losses and 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 just go take your pain out on somebody else. Um, but um, yeah, this is this has been a, a interesting um. Interesting conversation. Nice gentleman, Jack. Thank you, Mr. D. Ray, for that. Wow, I, mm. I haven't had that in a while, and it's really making me feel real gen- gentleman-like and uh, feeling myself right now. As you should. But um, yeah, from Houston with love. Continue to listen. Listen with love. Uh, we make the world better with all real radio. Uh, for those out there, I'm gonna give you a um, give you a, a, a little bit of advice, man. As Damian Randall said, be selfish. Don't let nobody stand in your way. Mm-hmm. If you can think it, you can do it. It all starts with your imagination. And from your imagination, you create your own reality. And that comes from uh, a quote from my man, Neville Goddard. If y'all are not familiar, mm. get up on him. Uh, but Pause. continue to listen. <laughs> get up on that knowledge. Continue to listen. And uh, we're going to continue to hit you with this, uh, this heat that we bring from, from Houston with love. Shout out to the Astros. Bronx. Yes, sir. Bronx, y'all will get it another time. Probably next year, probably not. But um, we go about to go to the World Series, Dodgers. Yeah, man. Be prepared as we come from yeah, Houston like. with love. We send y'all away with love, and we say peace, shalom, and all that other good stuff. Peace, dose. Man, look, man, that boy man shit. That boy throw with that shit though. That nigga shit, I fuck with that shit though. Yeah. Yeah. This the part where I spit and you fall back For sure as long as my dick and my balls black Might wanna turn around, skip and haul ass Darts, kick, duck and dip and dodge that Get ahead of yourself quick, don't start that Brave star cowboy, get it up on my horseback you big high, yeah, you can get so caught for slipping my way For sitting sideways, sit up straight It's coming, you just must wait For the perfect moment to get me to flip such weight You looking too full, you just must eat So scrape the rest of our maverick and big rugs plate Excuse me while I go get duct tape I do this quite early, don't get up late I leave a hater with permanent twist up face Got the perfect permanent place where your click must stay Could've took it easy on you, but you bitched up late Not a smart thing to do when you pick such ways. I know your routine, so switch up days. Cause Jimmy Codeine is saying your bitch must hate. No evidence, no, we don't give such trace. You've been judged already, don't spit your case. The minus man, one third of the crew. So whatever he said, motherfucker, you heard true. Hold up, no bomb in my backpack, but I'm about to blow up. I came, I showed up.
out of my face, go lick a dog's ass. I ain't come here to fool around and pick up your trash. I get to you and finish and flicking off ash. Gave you something busy to do, but you getting off task. I already tried, I don't fit in a small class. Molotov cocktail that I sip from a tall glass. Aerosol can, more lighter, more fire, more whatever it takes to get you to trip and fall back. Big boss holding my post, get thrown in the stove, filling this scarecrow with a pitchfork in the road. So hush, change to face it. You got them in one stroke. Spit 48 chill shot bars of this gun ho. Just for thinking I'm some joke. Negro, please stop me from resurrecting the rest of the POC posse. Watch Kobayashi a beat to get the stamp of approval from an Ethiopian high priest. Dip in the palace and lick the chalice with Ali Selassie and entertain with a Jim Kelly karate speech. I can so easily prove to you that you're not a beast. We gotta meet this mechanical cannibal. Gotta eat. After that, I'm off grid and I'm out of reach. Hope you took some really good notes on how to apply the heat. My plan A is to fuck up your plan B. Plan C is to do nothing but plan B attack. Oh. Hey, Gorilla X, I fade them all, I bought none Cause a meat nigga not stand this 
straight pussified. Don't matter nothing. When it's crunch time, you soft, nigga, like dick die. This jungle, nigga, no mild time. Like a million, it's hard time. Straight hush mode, we come round.